Welcome to Turning Point Talks with Ashley, a podcast designed to help guide you with encouragement, movement, and challenges to help you carve your path to being the best version of you. Through sharing my own story, inviting others to share their stories, and being as real and raw as I possibly can be, my one goal is to inspire you to stand out rather than fit in. So welcome to Turning Point Talks with Ashley. I am your host, Ashley Johnson. What's up, you guys? How are we doing today? I am feeling good. I have taught two classes, trained a client, and it is nine o'clock in the morning on a Monday, and I am here so excited to talk about this next Turning Point talk with you guys. So thank you for tuning in. This one is just really apparent in my life how important it is to go through this topic, specifically more so in the last four years, but I feel like this conversation just stays close to me. But talking to people and realizing how much fear and doubt and insecurities we carry with us that just prohibit us and stop us from not only like going after our dreams and goals, but living every single day to the fullest. So welcome to episode three, Move Bitch, Get Out of Your Own Way. So I'll kick off this turning point talk and tell you a little story about me. And before I do, I just want to tell you what I am and where I am today. So as I've mentioned, I own Turn Studio, indoor cycling and strength studio here in Sandy Springs. I've been open now for a little over three and a half years. I've taught well over a thousand cycling classes and I've even taught worldwide. I've been in Mexico City. I've trained other studios. I managed to make it through the pandemic and still fighting it even today. But I say all that because there was once upon a time where I sat in a chair in San Diego at this counselor's office and I was mortified of becoming a spin instructor. Like terrified to all end. I sat there and told her I had this great idea that I was bored in my life. You know, I love cycling. I had a Peloton in my garage out there in San Diego. I would dabble at studios. I worked out religiously and I loved motivating and inspiring people. I would like to call myself a natural born leader. I literally get high off changing people's lives and encouraging them or watching them discover something new about themselves. So I knew there was something within me, right? That I wanted to be a cycling instructor. And we were chit-chatting and I was literally like on the edge of the seat, terrified to go and audition or to go sign up even like at an LA fitness, like a big box gym even, where the caliber of cycling instructing just isn't even close to what it is at a boutique fitness studio. And I was like, no, I can't. I, I mean, I, I literally was telling myself no. And this counselor, and I only went a couple times, so I can't even think of her name right now. She wasn't my quote unquote real life counselor that I have. But she was like, Ashley, seriously, what is the worst thing that can happen to you? Like, hold up, literally think about it. What is the worst thing if you strap on your cycling shoes, you put a playlist together and you go and you teach a spin class to a room? What is the worst thing that can happen? And I looked at her and I was just like, 
uh, somebody leaves in the middle of my class because I suck or because my music is terrible. And before I could even keep going, she was like, okay, what happens? Literally, what'll happen if that one person gets up and leaves? Well, I'll just keep on teaching or I don't know. What What do you mean? I mean, literally, she put me up against the wall, like pinned me up against the wall to where I couldn't even give a rebuttal, right? Because who gives a shit if one person gets up in the middle of your class and leaves? Side note, if you're listening to this and you are a client at turn, how many people leave five minutes, eight minutes early now? They get up and leave, but they still keep coming back. Now, they're not leaving because I'm terrible. They're leaving because they have to go shower and get to work or whatever. But they're still doing the worst thing that could happen to me five years ago in this woman's chair. And I, on the regular today, pack out my classes, right? So the worst thing that could happen to me, my biggest fear is I suck, is people don't come to my class and ride and work out with me. Okay, so we've, we've experienced that. We've mentally walked through it. Somebody leaves. What's the next worst thing that could happen to you, Ashley, if you go and you teach a spin class? Literally crickets. I couldn't think of like a horrible thing. It's not like I was going to have a heart attack. It's not like I was going to lose my friends. My family was going to disown me. I was going to, you know, not be able to walk afterward. Now, I'm, I'm being extreme here, but hopefully my point is coming across we make up this mountain of fear, of insecurity, of doubt in our head. I mean, literally, we are our own worst enemy when it comes to going after what we want, when it comes to being who we're meant to be, when it comes to living our most fulfilled life so that when our time does come and our time here is done, our legacy is worth something to talk about. So I want you to take another moment and think about something that you want, something that you've been talking about or thinking about or writing about if you journal, and how many excuses and how many doubtful bullshit things you put in your mind. And I want you to think about legit, what is the worst thing that could happen? What is the worst thing that could happen if you go have that conversation with that girl or that guy? What is the worst thing that will happen to you if you go after that promotion? If you put all of yourself on the line in front of your boss and you tell him or her why you deserve it? What is the worst thing that can happen to you if you go after that audition? If you go after that new job completely. Holy shit, right? It's kind of like earth shattering. It's moments like this that make you realize how much time you've been wasting being your own worst enemy. So go back to my story, right? I'm sitting in this counselor's office. I have this aha moment. She makes me realize that, okay, my life will move on. And if one person shows up, cool. At least I've tried it. If 30 people show up, even better. At least I've tried it. But I will tell you this, I didn't become a spin instructor out in San Diego. It took me six months from that moment to realize that I could do it and to quit my corporate American job and to start a damn cycling studio. So I skipped the whole entire step. Here I was so afraid, had so much fear, had so much like insecurities of embarrassment, of people would make fun of me if I fail. 
how am I going to face my friends and my family? So stupid, right? Like, okay, go work at LA Fitness or God willing, a studio out there and get paid 30 to 40 bucks or whatever. And if I fail, I'm worried about my family disowning me because I wasn't a good spin instructor. Like it's, it's almost comical. But instead, not only did I not even take that small step, I quit my corporate American job, moved across the country and decided to open up a cycling studio altogether. I'd never taught a class before. I'd never owned my own business before. Screw it. Go big or go home, right? My point is, it's so funny to me and fascinating how I was terrified at one point in my life to even teach a class to taking the leap of faith and facing my fear head on and opening up a cycling studio to now, almost four years later, a very successful studio and I'm a very successful cycling instructor at that. Crazy. But what I just said there is something that I really am wanting to encourage you to do today or whenever you listen to this podcast and take a moment to yourself pondering on it. What fear is holding you back? What fear is holding you back from living today, tomorrow, or the rest of your life as the best version of you. And if it's the fear of failure, you're extremely on par to the average human being. We fear failure probably more than any other fear we can place in front of us. What if they don't like me? What if I don't make it? What if they judge me? What if I don't change their lives? What if, what if, what if? My question would turn it around on you is what risk are you willing to take to face your fear, to face that failure, but to live to see what is on the other side if you do make it? Is the risk worth it? Let's think about that. If I didn't face my fear of failure as a cycling instructor, if I didn't quit telling my stupid stories in my head about how terrible it would be if I didn't fulfill a class or if I wasn't good enough or if somebody walked out, I wouldn't be sitting here today. I wouldn't be changing people's lives every day. I wouldn't be inspiring people's lives every day. I wouldn't be employing the lives of 15 to 18 people and having them grow on their own personally and professionally. If I stayed stuck in my own head with my own stupid excuses, all of this, Turn Studio, Turning Point Talks with Ashley, personal training with Ashley, all of this would not be here today. So when you're thinking in your head, all the worst shit, all of your doubts, all of your fears, all of your insecurities, stop. Shut your mind off and take a moment and turn it around. What is the opposite of all of that? If you're wanting a promotion, what is the good that comes from the promotion? Why do you want the freaking promotion in the first place? Is it for recognition? Is it to make more money? 
Is it a step in the ultimate direction that you want, whether it's the VP or the, the president or the manager, whatever, right? Is it to provide more for your family, to provide more for yourself? So instead of going down the rabbit hole of all the fears of why you don't deserve it or how you might not beat him or her out at it, just take a moment and stop. Write down one to three to, hell, 20 things of what's on the other side of that risk of taking that step and asking for the promotion. Okay, even even more close to home for a lot of us. What if you want to quit your job altogether and start something completely new? Now, the last like two years, I will say that I've had a lot more conversations with hopeful entrepreneurs because of the pandemic. And it's made them either realize they have a talent that they discovered, you know, during all this time at home or or when they're they got fired from their job or let go from their job or or whatever. And they said, oh, I want to. I have this skill and I want to make something of it. But holy shit, the the fear that comes through their eyes when they're talking to me or that I can hear it in their tone. Well, what if I'm not as successful as I was before making XYZ? Or what if I let my family down because I can't, you know, provide for them like I can now? Or what if I'm really not that great at it as I thought I am or as I think I am? Stop. Only you are telling yourself that. You are your own worst enemy. And I'm going to repeat that again and again, because only you can tell yourself how bad you are at something until you actually put the product out or until you actually put the service out and it ultimately fails. You create a company, you start selling, and if you have to shut down, then that will be the deciding factor that no, it wasn't the right idea or no, it wasn't good enough. But until you put the time and the effort and the blood, sweat and tears behind it, Shut up. Literally, write down all the good that can come from it. You can be your own boss. The sky is the limit for how much money you can start making. The creative paths that you start taking, if whatever your talent is, is successful, what else can it discover for you? What path can it go down? It's insane to me, literally insane to me, how many conversations I have with people that stop themselves before they can even begin. But yet all I hear is, oh, I wanna do this, or I wanna do that, or, oh, it must be nice to own your own company, or it must be nice to be your own boss. Well, catch me on a given day. It's not, it's not really that great a lot of times because you deal with a lot more shit. I didn't let my fear of failure, I didn't let my fears and my doubts and my insecurities overtake for too long. I didn't let them live in my mind for the entire life that I have here on this freaking planet. I took action. I took the risk. I was extremely vulnerable and exposed myself. Have I been perfect? No. Have I made mistakes? A fuck ton. Have I failed? So many times. But you know what is amazing? And when you face your fear of failure and you actually do fall on your face, and you actually do make the mistake and you actually do screw up so badly that you're on ground zero, you get to see, you get to discover just how strong you truly are. Because I promise you this, it takes a lot more strength to climb back up from the bottom 
than where you are currently. If you just stay where you are and settle. Status quo, if you will. If you just skate through life and never challenge yourself to face that fear. It's amazing to me as well how many people I talk to that work for me that say they want to do things, right? They want to train more. They want to grow their class. They want bigger. They want more money. They want more respect. They want more clout. Okay, well, what are you doing for it? What excuses are you putting in front of you stopping you? What bullshit are you telling yourself holding you back? I mean, there's a common theme here, right? It doesn't matter if you're trying to be the next VP of your company, if you're trying to be the next hotshot instructor at a studio, or if you're trying to be a leader within your organization, or I'll even break it down. What if you're just trying to be a better friend, a better human, a better boyfriend, girlfriend, wife, husband, mom, dad, but you're so afraid to speak your truth and to be vulnerable and to show up and say exactly what you feel or what you want or what you expect out of something. Because what's the worst thing that can happen? Literally, what is the worst thing that will happen to you if you have the guts, the courage to sit somebody down and have a heart-to-heart conversation? Or you sit your boss down. Or you sit down with a coworker or another entrepreneur and you speak your idea and you brainstorm this amazing idea or service or story and it actually comes to fruition what is the worst thing that can happen again stop write down some good shit that'll happen write down all of the positives the reason why this is ticking within you anyway see what list wins the pros from your idea from your leadership from your desire to be better from your hunger to become number one or top of the line in your in your company or to be a better mother or father or friend versus the worst thing that can happen. I only had literally one worst thing that could happen when she sat me down in my chair in my counseling session when I said, oh, I want to be a spin instructor, but I'm so afraid. The worst thing that could happen was you walked out of my class and I never saw you again. The best thing that could happen, I got to dance. I got to play music. I got to work out. I got to meet new people. I got to change people's lives. I've got to watch people grow doing things they never thought they could do. I get to have conversations with people about outside world stuff, helping them grow in their professional career. All of this from facing my fear of failure of being a cycling instructor. I'll even take it a step further, right? So I knew that when I quit my job, started Turn Studio, I knew there was more to me. I didn't want to just become a turn studio owner, one location. I've wanted to expand my brand for a while. And I would be lying if I didn't sit here and own up to the fact that it was me having this complete fear of failure, once again, of becoming a public speaker or motivational speaker of starting a podcast, like, holy shit, what if nobody listens? What if I don't make an impact in your world if you are listening? What if it's a waste of your time? How much pressure am I putting on myself to be freaking perfect in expanding my brand? What if I get up and speak to people and I fall flat on my face? 
or they don't laugh at my jokes, even though I think I'm funny, right? Or whatever, right? I mean, I could go on and on. The list that I could put in front of me to stop me from expanding my brand is crazy silly. But yet there's something inside of me that wants to keep doing it. I have this urge that I believe in myself enough to keep holding on to this thought of, okay, yeah, Ashley, you should start a podcast. Or, you know, Ashley, you should take your talents to the streets, if you will, and speak to companies or sororities or whatever, any organization that is willing to to listen to me and hopefully I, you know, better them or, or make the individuals learn something about themselves that they can go live their best life. But there was that fear, right? That, of course. But until I finally got that push that I needed, until I finally shut out the outside noises of all of my fears and all of my doubts and all of my insecurities, and I truly accepted that I needed to practice what I preach about being vulnerable, about living my best life, about leaving the legacy that I want to leave behind. So here I am, right? Facing just another fear of failure, episode three of this podcast, who knows where it's gonna go? Who knows if anybody even listens? I'm doing this for me and I'm gonna give it my all and I'm gonna believe in myself when I do it. Which is something so important to discuss here with you all because when you talk about getting out of your own way, there's something in the core that's stopping you from the conversation, asking for the promotion, taking the leap of faith and starting your own company, going for the audition. There's something in the core. And you have to acknowledge what that is. For me and throughout this entire podcast, we talked about the fear of failure, right? The embarrassment, the horrific thought that our friends and family are going to make fun of us or God forbid, shut us out of our lives if they, if they see us fail at chasing our dreams or going after a goal so stupid that we even think like that. But what if we just stopped for a moment and thought about what our life could look like if we truly believed in ourselves? Like truly believe in yourself first. How much time and effort do you put into believing in others? Or you sit on the sideline and you cheer your your kid on. Hell, you're the other kids on at the sport. But yet then you, you know, get back in the car, drive home and go on with your day and you can't even believe in yourself enough to base your wants or your goals or your dreams and your desires. You spend so much time in believing in others. What would it take? What would it take for us to believe in ourselves first? So much so that we faced our fears. So much so that we put down the doubts, the mindset of I can't, the mindset of I won't do that because if I do, I'll fail. Whatever you're telling yourself, what if tomorrow you woke up and you wrote down three things that make you exactly who you are and three things that will make you exactly who you want to be? Holy shit. You start believing in yourself. What if I told you that if you believe in yourself more than you believe in others, your ability to believe in others and encourage them and inspire them will only grow, will only be more fulfilled. Because if I didn't believe in myself, if I didn't believe in turn, if I didn't believe in turning point talks, there's no way that you would believe me when I was cheering you on. 
or when I'm giving my turning point moments in a cycling class and I'm pouring my heart and soul out to you guys and being vulnerable, there's no way you believe me as much if I didn't believe in myself first. I'll wrap it up with this. I want us to take just, seriously take a moment. Write down the all of your fears, all of your doubts, all of your bullshit excuses in one column. And then start writing down all the good that can come from it. All of the greatness that can come from if, okay, you want to start your own podcast? Go do it. All of the greatness that can come from going after that job promotion or starting that new job completely at a new company, more money, more recognition, asking that guy out or that girl out or texting back, whatever, right? Like what if you got out of your own way, started believing in yourself and you wrote down all the good and then you started believing in that good? Let me know. Let me know how your life changes. That is what it means to stand out rather than fit in. Because I'll promise you, I love to gamble. I would bet money that fitting in is easier. Fitting in and staying exactly where you are and settling for the life you're living currently is so much easier than facing your fear head on. Going after your big dreams and your big goals. Changing your daily habits to feel that holy mother of big change that is going to change your life significantly. What fear are you holding on to? And what if I told you that the worst thing that could happen is really not that bad? I'll leave you with the quote. And I told my class this the other day in, in my ride. I, I wake up and I, I actually look at this quote every morning on my computer. It's, it's on a calendar alert in my email. But it's a simple quote. Fear kills more dreams than failure ever will. Fear kills more dreams than failure ever will. If you want it, fucking go get it. Move, bitch. Get out of your own way. Don't let your excuses hold you back. Don't let your excuses prohibit you from living the best freaking life that you are so destined to live every single day. Leave a legacy we're talking about. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be easy to drop everything right now and start your dream life or start your new company or change your world altogether today. It takes steps. It takes encouragement. It takes belief and it takes a lot of strength. I promise you though, it's worth it. People around you will feel it. Your life will just become so much better the moment you Face whatever it is that's holding you back and shut it up. If I hear one more time a silly excuse of what if they don't like me or what if I'm not good enough or what if, what if, what if. Again, just stop. Think about the good that can come from it. Think about how your life will not change at all probably if you do fail or if you do fall on your ass, get back up, see what greatness you can find in that climb back up to the top. Move bitch, get out of your own way. I hope this brought some encouragement, some motivation, some challenges to you to face your fear. Whatever fear it is, face it, write it down. 
Write down the good that can come from the other side of the risk. That's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening, for joining. If you got anything out of it, I would love to hear your feedback or your thoughts, or if you need just a little slap on the ass to encourage you to take the right step in doing this and facing your own fears, I got you. All right, until next time, you know what we do. Stay going on three. You ready? One, two, three.